Hey, welcome to the Sharon Jesus Podcast, where we share stories, awesome ministry moments, and everything in between. Today, joining me on today's episode is our student pastor, Rob Cox, our associate pastor, Sean Collins, and our lead pastor, Michael Reese. And yesterday, school has started for the 2021-22 school year. Yeah, school is back. And there's one thing, guys, I don't know. Uh, My parents might have been behind on times. I don't know. But did y'all do all the... Back to school pictures when y'all. Oh kids. yeah, did y'all notice all those? Oh yeah, like they're all over social media. media. Oh well, yeah, it's, nothing, it's popular but, now, but but I feel like I was like left out as a kid. But I don't. Do back I, don't to school I don't think you don't have the Polaroids when we were growing up. <laughs> no, it wasn't at all. No, and, uh, they got the signs now. They like basically give your whole credit profile. Yeah, but your, your dad would have had to like gotten under the little curtain and taken your pictures. So. <laughs> if I do, if I remember correctly, 2017, 2018 is probably when that got really popular. Okay, well, yeah. I, I Agree. All the social media. Yeah. Four or five years. I'm, like, been doing. Hey, I'm just making sure I didn't I, miss I, I, out on something. I know we're talking about back to school, but I mean, Pastor and I were talking about, you know, engagements and stuff. And I mean, we didn't have the whole, you know, sitting around the ring taking the pictures. I mean, the engagement pictures. Yeah. And, oh, exactly. Yeah. There yeah. were no reveal parties. That's another thing. Yeah. That, and I, somebody said it's social media driven that uh, you have engagement <clears throat> pictures slash now engagement get togethers. Mm-hmm. Or parties, or whatever the right word is. That's, That's a cool. thing. Yeah. Anyways, actually, are... divorce parties are a thing too. Yeah, which is really too. sad. You're yes, really? It is. True. Oh yeah. True. Yeah. Oh, oh my. We are back yeah. to school. We yeah. are back. Segway. Thank you, Sean. You did good, <laughs> and Rob, getting us back on track. So the... where did where did everybody go to school for most of their school career? Lake Hamilton. Go Wolves. Maroon and gold. Like Hamilton, I'd I'd be a split, I guess, only because I graduated at a different school and I spent some time there in elementary uh, at that school as well. You're two but, different towns, right? Yes, Camden, uh, Camden Fairview High School. I was a cardinal, uh, and then uh, Bearden High School, 15 minutes up the road. I spent some time there, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade in Bearden, as well as um, 11th and 12th. I spent there in Bearden. I'm two different towns, also. Uh, uh, Henderson, Texas. Matter of fact. Uh, kindergarten was available whenever I was coming through, but it wasn't required. I found out uh, because Miss Karen running KK's Academy, or whatever what the official name is, is that we did a study on state law in Arkansas that kindergarten's not required in Arkansas either. And so, mm-hmm. but most people do it, and most people do even pre K four, which gets you ready for that. But Henderson, Texas, and Huntington, Texas. The Henderson is the Lions and okay. the Red Devils are for Huntington. All right. I moved to Huntington when I was in third grade. Remember all my teachers, every subject, everything. But speaking of back to school, starting school, I do have a memory. I went to Hamburg, by the way. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that asked the question. Wait, I'll, I'll get to answer in a second. But I think about it's back fine. to school. <laughs> I think about all these kids, and, and I see these girls, and they're wearing these jeans and and they're all got all these holes and splits, and that you know it's fashionable now. Yeah. But the memory that sticks out to me is you got a, I got a brand new pair of jeans at the beginning, at least two pair. Oh yeah. yeah. Of school. Yeah. And yeah. That's a memory. All right. Back so, to, where'd you go to school, Caleb? Before we leave that. Hamburg. Hamburg. What? Hamburg hamburgers Arkansas. or? Oh, oh, Hamburg, Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. The Lions. Okay. But that's not all his, since obviously he's at a disadvantage it. with his dad in the podcast. I, yeah. He he's went to more than just Hamburg school. Well, he homeschooled. Oh well, yeah. Well, like in the but transition. But I mean, but he said the majority. 
He yeah. went to the Hamburg, Arkansas. In our, in our, trans- Hamburg in our transition to Where did you go to school before him? No, I meant like. Oh. So what was his mascot? That's what I meant. Lions. Lions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roar. I know Hamburg is in Arkansas. I just yeah. southeast, the home of Scotty Pippen's yes. schools. Yes, also Haley Cox and yep. Haley Cox. <laughs> That's right. Where'd you go to school? The latter is a lot more important. School career, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't remember. Oh, uh, Grace Grace Christian, Christian Academy school yep. in Alexandria, <laughs> Louisiana. Right. When we moved to Hamburg, he was in the first grade, so right. that, yeah, that is that. definitely a dominant. Rob came in with an awesome topic, kind of to start our episode today. Oh man, this <laughs> heard it on the radio. I heard it on the radio this morning. I forget what station it was, but if you could go back and apologize to one of your teachers for something that you did, what did you do, and who is the teacher? Do you remember what would you apologize for? Everybody's I remember, like, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> well, you know, and of course, I did a lot of stupid juvenile things. All of us do from time to time. I remember uh, <laughs> fifth grade, uh, my friend, I think it was, his name is Tommy Attaway, drew a great picture, a big old art picture of a of a werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured the werewolf needed a male organ attached to him. So <laughs> anyway, that teacher took that picture up and said, Michael Reese, what'd you do this? What'd you draw this? And I said, yes, ma'am, I sure did. She said, I'm going to fold it up and put it in your permanent record. <laughs> Is it still there? <laughs> if we go back transcripts of fifth grade elementary school, 1978 or whatever. What school was this? Uh, that that would be Huntington. We need to call them see if they digitize their record. Yet. <laughs> yeah, see if there's a picture of this. Who, who drew this? Who drew this? But it's got Tommy Edward's name on it. Okay. Mind. That's your number one that sticks out. I was just I need to apologize for that. Yeah. I should, okay. I shouldn't have put that hey, mail order but actu- in there. Actually, you had to get in trouble for it, but they probably giggled about it at the end of the day. Dude, oh yeah, the, he made that a male werewolf. I want to make sure everybody knew. Well, yeah, but I mean, the teacher's probably like, "You can't believe what little Mikey drew." Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little Mikey. <laughs> I'm sure there's some other stuff I need to apologize yeah. for. Caleb, you just heard your dad's. Yeah. What you I'm, got? He can't say. I, I'm trying to. <laughs> he's think. still taking it to the grave. <laughs> One of the only paddlings I got in school was from Coach Wayne. Okay. And. uh he wasn't a teacher. I guess he was the principal or assistant principal at the time. And I was fifth grade, maybe. And uh, a bunch of guys, you know, they had the cafeteria. And once you got done eating, you just went outside and you could play. And they would blow the whistle when it's time to go inside. And I think we would, they blew the whistle that one day. And we stood on the side of the big brick building where they couldn't see us. When everybody went inside, we just stayed outside and kept playing basketball. And nice. It, it, I I don't think of anything I did in class or anything I did in school that was ever I should apologize to a teacher for that I can remember of. Well, it, if Caleb did anything, he got it on us. I got a paddling every year until the seventh grade. I broke that streak. <laughs> then wow. I actually got an award, award at the end of the year's most improved student. So, there you wow. Go. <laughs> Uh, what you got, Sean? Man, I've been racking my brain. I've got nothing. You got I mean, nothing? No, I've got nothing. Man, I mean, you're I like was like honor student. He is no, I wasn't an honor student for grades, but I mean, I was under and the I, radar. I still am. I'm at the citizenship award. No, didn't you? yeah, okay. No, I mean, I just, uh, I just didn't want to like upset anybody. So I okay. had a book. And 
I, I can't really think of anything. I'm trying to decide which one I'm going to share right now. I mean, there was one time, okay, there was one time where I had to go to the assistant principal only because I climbed over the bathroom stalls. That was the only thing that I can remember doing. Okay. And that was like nothing. But was it the male side or the female side? It was in the male side. <laughs> okay. I was just climbing. For some You're... reason, I was climbing over the bathroom stalls. That was it... a joke back in that day, but nowadays it's not a joke anymore. <laughs> yeah, it'd be kind of weird now. Yeah. Uh... Back then, he just thought it was another set of obstacle courses. Yeah. 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 But that, I mean, that was it. Gym, gym equipment and assistant principal just said don't do that again I that's said, how yes, mine sir. was like i don't know anything i should apologize yeah. to a teacher for no. oh, man. i thought for a long time i may could find something but yeah. rob what you got man i mean this is like your big I, thing i've here. got yeah well no it's not my big thing i just heard it this morning uh <laughs> i've got like two one from third grade and one from senior uh third grade uh, wrestling was like big. It was like yeah, big. I was. T- I think I was talking about this with you, Sean. <laughs> but uh, if you know the wrestler uh, Mankind or McFoley or whatever, Sean knows. Sacco. The, Sean knows the story now. Uh, Socko was like his finishing move. Like he'd pull a sock out. And he'd like do a, a death grip on their chin, you know. And, and and he'd do it with a sock and he had like a face drawn on it, right? Well, there was one where McFoley was the special guest referee. So uh, of course he's there and he's gonna intervene in the match, right? And so I'm watching, and uh, sure enough, he pulls out Socko and he's got the referee stripes on him, right? <laughs> the next morning, I wake up super early. I don't know why, and I'm like, I'm taking Socko to school, and. Uh, uh, it was in Miss Lloyd's class, and she wasn't there that day. We had a sub, so it like worked out. But I apologize, Miss Lloyd, misbehaving in your class. Uh, she's a dear family friend. But um, I went to school with it, and uh, a buddy of mine, Nick Russell. If you're Nick, if you ever hear this, uh, sorry, man, I rad you out. But Nick took Mr. Socko from me. I got it out there at the playground, and he went around just getting everybody in the mouth, oh, little wow. girls and everything. Like he was, it didn't matter. Uh, <laughs> We he he got to probably about twenty kids before they caught him. Before they could catch the, up to him. The death grip and we on both him. got a paddling that day, and so I acted like an idiot, I guess. But in senior high, we did a senior prank. I want to apologize. This was Miss Hall. Uh, she was our English teacher, and she wasn't just the one directed it. At. It was just we had some sardine cans. We opened them up, and we got them into the vents of the room, so the air vents. So anytime oh. the heat cut on or the air, it would just circulate that smell. Oh. And we had class in there. We actually had to sit through it as well. But she she had so many. She probably went through about two hundred dollars worth of candles that year. Oh my! Uh, in in her classroom, couldn't figure out what the smell was. And me and a, about two buddies. I'm not gonna say their names. Um, we were the ones that put it in the vents. And uh, I feel bad about that. Just, like, why did I do that? Just some stupid senior prank. We're juveniles. Yeah. Yep. And men yeah. can still be juveniles. I mean, women will attest to that. And amen. That uh, we. <laughs> we just think it'll be funny at the time. We don't think consequences. No, no, no. we don't think about long term. Oh, how's it going to affect people? All right. What about favorite subject and most hated subject? Ooh, favorite subject. Cool. Well, of course, me and Rob. I know. You know that would be lunch. Uh, <laughs> as a favorite subject, or I, I had an A plus in lunch. <laughs> it was uh, like lunch and recess. Lunch and recess. Yeah. That was it. Both of them together. Yeah. Well, I obviously you have that light bulb moment that comes on. You think, well, I need to actually start trying to learn and apply myself. That happened that seventh grade year. I almost died in the sixth grade, not from anything at school, but I had appendicitis. Lived for three days uh, without surgery, which almost killed me. I won't get into all that whole story, but I missed a bunch of school. I don't know 
anyway, went into seventh grade and I found out my love for history. I've always loved science. Probably my least favorite is math. Yeah. So well, his, that's where I got it from. <laughs> Dad yeah. hated math. You're I no pass good that at it. On. And I think, uh, you know, we t- talked about talking about teachers too. Uh, and I think part of our most favorite subject can result from just good teachers too. Absolutely. Well, yeah. that's, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. My, my favorite subject is kind of opposite. We both like lunch, but I was math. Math just made sense to me. I understood it. It was a set of rules. You follow those rules, and you get the answer. See, I, I uh, knew people like that in class, I, and I just didn't get it that way. I like, like the useful math. Like uh, Useful. Well, to, to me. Yeah, two tires in the front, two tires in the back. That's four tires. <laughs> <laughs> that's useful. <laughs> that's useful. Like, like uh, to me, something that's always been easy is uh, fractions and percentages. Not okay. everybody likes that stuff. Yeah. But that to me has always been useful, yeah. You know, because I'm interested in how many pieces of pie there are, and they always use the pie illustration. <laughs> I, I got it's my one piece of pie. Just lunch. bring me the whole thing. That's one piece. <laughs> that got my attention. That's Wait a, a whole pie, one whole. So you, you love math. What was your least favorite? Least favorite? I would have to say probably English. And just I wasn't a big reader and they always made us do book reports and stuff mm-hmm. and i was always the kid that got on spark readers are leaders yeah, i know readers it. I are read more now than what i did i used to never read but math i just like that was it for me it was like a challenge could i get the answer and how like i remember back in the day i'm gonna borrow this pen real quick in like third grade they'd give us those multiplication tables and it was like a sheet of like a hundred and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, we would race to see who could get it done and here was the best sound here's how you knew who won you would hear this the pencil hits the table. Yep. Yes. Yeah. yes. It's like the drop the mic moment. I was always first. Boom, boom. And it just excited me. And math is where where it is. Like it all makes sense. Which I've seen you, you know, work things out in your head pretty quick and you're really quick at it. The only one I've seen that's a natural at it and he's lost a lot of his speed, and that's Leon Cornette is yeah. a math dude in his head, but that he did that for a living. Yeah. Yeah. And uh so Sean, what about you? I have a love-hate relationship with math because y'all are y'all are saying math. Well, uh, there are fractions and stuff that I can do in my head, and and algebra I can do. I don't like to do it, but geometry I could not stand. It was the only D I ever got. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. I cannot stand geometry. What's that called Pythagorean? And I'll be the first one to I'll be the first one to talk about teachers. I never had uh, it, it. I made a D, okay. She just passed me. Okay. And it was actually she felt bad. It was it was shall I say the prettiest teacher that I ever had. All the teachers I ever had were um, just nice, polite, kind. Unfortunately, that's but. what happened with Caleb. He got a, a rough teacher in ninth grade, and he got passed through algebra one, even though none of them learned anything. Oh, that's pre-algebra. Or was it pre-algebra? Mm-hmm. And. He went on in, and poor thing. He once he got behind. Once, I remember that. I was trying tough. to keep kids keep kids eligible. I was a coach down there. I was like, "What's yeah. going on in high school? <laughs> we, all, all these kids are failing." Every What's kid happening? got passed through that year. Yeah, that yeah, they at ended the, up passing at the, y'all at the end. And I'll yeah. tell wow. you, from from my point of view, I was the one that needed it. Some kids, it was okay. They could they could not have it and get by and go to the algebra one, which you know when you start algebra one, algebra two, it gets real <clears throat> real tough. But since I didn't have any foundations in algebra, it was tough for me. Really yeah. tough. Yeah. But my – and so, yeah, math was my least favorite. What was your favorite? 
Oh, hands down, uh, Mr. Black is a history teacher. History. And he would, that, what amazed me is he had this big, huge world map he'd pull down over the whole whiteboard. Oh, yeah. And teach history without any notes, anything, and just use the map and tell you what happened here. And he was a pastor, too, not, not a full-time pastor, him. but he would preach yeah. Yeah. at different churches. And uh, and he didn't care. Every now and then, he'd pull a little Bible into... One of my best friends a lot of history is, there. A, yeah, is a bivocational pastor and also history teacher. His name is yeah. Adrian Neal. Adrian, yep. Yeah. Yep, I loved history. History really cool. and science are both that like interest me. Like, they're well, cool. Yeah. Well, Sean, you got the first half in about the your struggle with math. What did you say your favorite was? I didn't. I didn't. Um, he didn't like So you got to pick. You got to pick. Yeah. Sean, Sean's a big reader. It's probably English. It is, yeah. Okay. It's was, English. Was, I love the Shirley method, like sentence diagramming. I love to diagram. Yeah. I mean, I still do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Hey. We're gonna get on my dry erase board. <laughs> We're gonna diagram some sentences. <laughs> this particular room doesn't have that. Yeah, but I, but in that, uh, d- did you read a lot whenever you was in school? Mm-hmm. Whenever you were in school, yeah, I always had a book with me. Always, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I developed. I had a Buffalo reading. Bills ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, and a book hat. I had a hat, Buffalo Bills hat, and I would always carry a book with me. Well, well, let's take a let's take a quick break, and right when we come back, we'll talk about our favorite memory, maybe our favorite year in school, and then we'll wrap up the episode today. We will be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Sharon Jesus Podcast. We are talking about back to school. Back to school started yesterday. Today's day two of school. Rob, you've yeah. been helping out with a little football too, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I've been over at uh, Benton. I've been volunteering again with uh, one of our church members and deacons, uh, Coach Corey Rickett. He's over there as seventh grade coach, and uh, there's only two of them. So I was like, hey, y'all got like 70 kids, and y'all need some help. So yeah. using my coaching background to meet more people and – uh, try to get involved, maybe make a gospel impact there That's on a, a football team. Mm-hmm. What are you coaching? Um, right now I am coaching. Special teams? Uh, no, uh, we don't do special teams in seventh grade. Uh, it takes uh. too much time to coach. So uh, we just do offense and defense, and the refs do all the special teams, punting and all that, and they just move the ball. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, I do the receivers as well as the uh, defensive backs, secondary. Cool. Yep, yep, both sides of the ball on that one. And, yep. you know, I think about Miss Karen Cloud, who is our uh, financial administrator here, and she was talking about the um, everybody's taking their kid to school, therefore, the, and getting these pictures and everything. Traffic is horrible. I don't oh, yeah. know what you experienced. It took me 40 minutes to get from my house to the practice field this morning. Wow. Are they practicing on 40. that new field by the cafeteria? Oh, yeah. It's nice. They're, so, Benton is blessed. So if anybody's uh, listening on and you've Saturday, invested in Benton, thank you. You you are doing great for your community. Amen. On a Saturday, how long would that take you? Uh, Saturday would take about fifteen minutes. Okay. Maybe wow. thirteen so, minutes. Fifteen. Took me forty so this morning. Which, more, more we, than double. we talked about the compound that Benton's sitting on and everything's uh built very nicely, nice parking lots, but everything is just right there together. Middle school, junior high, high school. Which is good. Yeah. I mean it makes it a central hub. That's where you yeah. don't have to go across town. Once you get in seventh grade or 
no fifth grade. The, the K through four is scattered throughout town. Well, it's when big. I moved to Benton, that's what was weird to me as far as like all the elementary schools that are like all separate and then you come together. At Lake Hamilton, it was just like, you know, you just started off. I mean, granted, I was there in third grade, but it was like third grade. It was all on one campus. Yeah. All the way of, to and of course, it's a lot of smaller schools. Now, don't even recognize it. Yeah. yeah, a lot of smaller schools are that way. It's all elementary school; they're all together. Uh, but when you got a big town like this, the elementary schools are always dude. Like neighbor. Hot Springs was bi- is yeah. bigger than Benton. It always has well, been. Well, but but they got multiple schools, so they're pulling from a central area. Mm-hmm. So Benton, you got all these different areas that they're pulling from. So they have a elementary school like Springdale, when I did my student mm-hmm. teaching. Nineteen elementary schools. Hmm, Nineteen. Nice. I was just at one of them doing student teaching. Wow, that you know, and that uh, speaking of that, uh, was that uh, trivia? We Allie went to tenth grade at Benton, and it was overwhelming her. We just moved here, and uh, you know, I hate that she had her struggles there. But when we fl- uh, so we did the school choice next year, went to Harmony Grove, and kind of a trivia that uh, you're just talking about school districts. Harmony Grove, unless something's changed, is the smallest area school district in the entire state sure is and and hamburg is one of the largest in the state it's number two does anybody know where number one is Mm-mm. probably uh it's pretty close to here oh brian sheridan sheridan really yeah. sheridan oh that makes sense man Landed all the way from east end yep all the way down just all the way to whitehall wow yep. all, pro- all, probably all the way down to, to fort ice all Bryant's got a big one, but I did not realize that about Sheridan. Yeah, Bryant, as far as land area, of, Bryant, dry, they, there's a lot of drive-in kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. drive in with school their school there. district, Sheridan is number one. Unless things have changed, I think Marion has a pretty big one as well. Uh, but Hamburg is number two, and I think Marion is up there right as there. well. It's in probably the top five. Yeah, probably. a lot of those eastern uh, school districts. Yep. you know they're in the Delta. The they're real spread out. A lot of them have consolidated <laughs> and. Uh, but back to school traffic is atrocious before we move on to some of the topics you have caleb i want to hit this we need to obviously we have as a staff and as a church we had special prayer for our teachers Mm -hmm. and students and everybody involved i was thinking about this is the second year in arkansas and most of the nation where they've had to wear masks or they were either a mandated or b like benton is uh, encouraged, but it's optional. Encouraged, but they decided to buy their their step of precaution was to buy every classroom an air purifier. Does it hit them in the face when they walk in? I don't know how that <laughs> is going to work, and I you know I don't know. But they, I think the direction you was going, Pastor, our teachers and admin and just everybody involved in school is going through a lot. This is the third school year now. It's affected. They just canceled. You know, longest spring break in history uh, happened in, uh, what was that, 2020? Yep. Uh, 2020 spring break was awesome. Not really. And then, of course, affected all of last year. We thought it was getting better at the end. They were going to remove masks, and a lot of school districts did, and now we're, like, going back to masks, and now it's like a bunch of conspiracies being spread. I don't know what's going on, do you but they think got we're gonna, Do you think we'll finish, Pastor? Finish what? The school year. Yes, okay. I, I do. In now, some way, some some now, capacity. in brick and mortar. Brick and mortar will be finished. Oh, man, I don't want to even predict that, uh, Sean. I, I, His name man, is I Pastor sure, Michael, not Prophet Michael. Ah, <laughs> very good, Rob, very good. I'm, I'm not a particular on uh, on names or titles. Uh, just call me in time for, for the supper. I talked to, to a few teachers, and they seem 
pretty sure about it. And, you know, they have a lot of things in place. Uh, That's I good. Don't, I don't – I know they don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. just – Shut it all down again. Sure. It's tough. Well, it's kind of the way I'm doing with our church. I The other day I had to call off, but there was, I had enough information, and I appreciate the men. We had a men's meeting last Sunday, and, and they all said, hey, Brother Michael, when you, you make the call, we've got your back. Just do the best job you can do with the information you have. And I know those admins at schools are going to do the same thing because like yeah. Sean's saying, they're going to have to make that tough decision. Yeah. And uh, and we'll, not everybody's going to be happy with it, no matter what decision no it is. No matter what. And, and so parents will be screaming, go virtual, go virtual, no mask, go mask. And so I've been on the uh, – I've tried to strike the balance. I'm not a, a pro-mask, anti-mask. I'm not a pro-vaxxer, anti-vaxxer. I, I support everybody's decision. They're, they're going to make the best decision for their health. <laughs> That they can make, yeah, 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 and I feel for the pastors. They're, I'm, I'm doing it too. All the other pastors are doing the same thing. Well, to get off a little sad note, what was everyone's favorite memory from their school career? I had a, and you know, you were mentioned senior year, boy. I had an is college included before we get too far? Oh yeah, can we include you, college? Yeah, you, All right. you know, K through college. All right, K All right. through college. Okay, and uh, of course, mine. I ended up, you know, Chamberlain Elementary School in Henderson, Texas. I had some great. Uh, I was involved with some. They had skits or plays, and we did big production. George Washington. I was in there, and I, I remember. Uh, matter of fact, my friend dug out. An old photo. I love. I still love uh, getting up and doing skits and stuff. But favorite teacher in memory would be the debate team, twelfth grade, Mister Nesbitt, our government teacher, and uh, just had. A, I had a blast my senior year. Of course, I, I would. Uh, there was a computer programming class that I had that year. And it was a lot of fun. I, I, I was real good at it. I, and I, I would skip class about every other class, go eat with my friend uh, Jeff Hedrick. And we would skip class, go eat, and we'd, I'd still pass it and had a great time in it. But, man, that senior year was awesome. Hmm. Cool. That was my favorite memory. Senior year was awesome. Mm. I remember – I don't know, Rob, if you were coaching basketball at this time. but uh, What grade were you in? And I'll tell you if I was. I think it was ninth grade. I was your coach. Yeah. Oh man. So I, I remember that too, and it, <laughs> Rob is correct. So it's the fourth quarter. There's like three seconds, maybe two seconds left on the clock, and we have the ball. We're taking it out on the other end of the court, next to the free throw line, like across from the free throw line. So we have two seconds left, the whole court to go, and they toss the ball to me, and I just chunk it, like because it, it's going to zero. And I bank it off the backboard. It goes in. Everybody goes crazy. But we still lost the game. Thanks it was a lot, Caleb. <laughs> Story was going good for the coach there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> he had his inbound play drawn up. It was cool, and we made the shot. We won the game. No, we lost. <laughs> no, we, we were too down far like, hey, I don't know why I shot. But... Well, you shot because that's the thing you do. Yeah. You yeah. shoot the ball. Yeah. I was probably yelling, shoot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so athletic memory. No, my favorite memory – uh, I was I was a guy in high school, so I enjoyed the bus rides to games, and I enjoyed lunchtime and different things. So yeah, thinking with their stomach. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, mine, man, I got 
Mine's probably going to be around sports. A um, couple pretty cool memories. Uh, we were, I think this is my ninth grade year. Ninth grade year, football, we were really good. I'm talking about really good. There was uh, five of us on that team that played for the Razorbacks. So if it tells you anything, I mean, and I think 12 on that ninth grade team played Division One football. Um, so I think we were down at Hope, and we were killing them. Um, we killed everybody. It wasn't even close. And uh, our starting running back, uh, DeAnthony Curtis, who eventually played for the Hogs, running back for them, receiver. He's now a coach down at El Dorado. Phenomenal guy, phenomenal character guy. Um, he was going to go back in, uh, but he told my dad, the head coach, he told my dad, hey, let's let Jonathan run the ball. Let's let Jonathan score. And to see that as a buddy, to see that as a friend, the star guy, to say, hey, let's let so-and-so run the ball, that was a pretty cool moment uh, uh, as far as seeing your teammate do that. Mm. What an example of leadership. That is cool. Uh, so so that was a pretty cool, memorable moment there. I got several from my dad that are like personal stories, relationships, players, and things that I saw. But uh, my senior year high school, coolest moment, uh, we were – Undefeated uh, going into week 10, as well as Junction City was undefeated. This was Bearden versus mm. Junction City. Uh, usually week 10, it's like deer season, so uh, they move the game. Like half the games in the state are moved to Thursday night. and So Friday night you can go to deer camp. I guess that's the way they do it. I don't know. And um, Anyway, we move it to Friday night, and there's a town of like 1,000 in Bearden. Okay? It's like 1,100. That night there was over 6,000 people at our game because we moved it to a Friday night, and we won the game, and it was people everywhere, and it was pretty cool. But that moment in time was better than any Razorback moment that I had was that moment in high school. Uh, That's pretty that, cool. That was pretty cool. But uh, my college – Which year? Was that was my senior year, year senior Bearden year. football yeah. season 2007. Wow. And then in college, I was talking about this yesterday, coolest moment in Razorback football that nobody knows about. I wish we would have had like videos on this. We were coming back from a team meal from uh, the sushi place. They fed us, took the whole team, told us to order what we wanted to, hibachi. Uh, I think it was like Kobe or something like that. I don't know, but it was in mm-hmm. Fayetteville, really nice one. And they start sending our players back. Well, the coaches and their families were there eating too. Coaches, family, support staff, training staff, everybody. They've I don't know how much we spent that night or whoever spent. But thanks, Coach P, for the meal, I guess, Coach Petrino. But we got on a bus, and on one of the buses we had Matt Harris, who is the Hall of Fame uh, Cowboy Cliff Harris's son. He's one of our starting safeties, and Lucas Miller, one of the starting receivers, and their buddies. And they are reenacting a conversation, a what-if conversation, between Bobby Petrino and Houston Nutt. <laughs> and for 30 minutes, we're on the bus with them, a comedy skit. And it was the best, probably, memory ever, Razorback memory of mine. I'm not going to tell you the conversation. I'll probably share some stories in private with you. But that was a pretty cool moment, just to hear the arguments between Bobby Petrino and Houston Nutt. It, it was awesome. Awesome. That mm. is co- too cool. Yeah. Too cool. What you got, Sean? Memory that sticks out. Yeah, memory that sticks out. Well, I mean, we'll go. We'll go to um, first is school shopping, school clothes shopping. That was always fun. Oh yeah. Because um, you know it was real big with the pumps, the Reebok pumps. I actually had one of the. Yeah, I actually had a pair with Man, the basketball that you would pump wow. up. I had a pair of the shacks with the O2 cartridges that you would, you know, hit the side. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was really cool. Uh, of course, D. Brown wore the, you know, the original black, you know, pumps. And then, yeah. you know, went to the, 
uh, O2 gun or the CO2 cartridge. Uh, that was cool. And uh, as far as school, um, I'm still in school. Um, still working on my MDF. So favorite part of school is when we have a break and finals are over. Yeah, get so, to rest. Yeah, get to rest a little That's bit. That's good. Yeah. Get, get a break. Well, to wrap up today's episode, uh, it's a question for everybody. If you were to look back on a school year, just in general, uh, how would you describe a successful year? Mm. Hmm. Yeah, somebody current without COVID. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be very... True, but let's just say you're looking at your 10th or 12th grade self. Yeah, looking, What was a successful school year to you? Well, successful school, you know, and I finally got serious about academics in, in high school, and I was, thank the Lord, uh, had had a decent average and everything. So I, I'd say just uh, I really enjoyed that junior and senior year. I, I made uh, basically all A's. I had a B in there somewhere here and there, and I, and I started both my – and basketball was my sport. I did track thing um, a little bit, ran the distance uh, there, but just making that starting team, accomplishing the goals. Um, of course, I had, had, had the girlfriends and – uh, I was blessed there, so very well. Girlfriends, yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah. At the same just, time? No, not okay. at the same time. <laughs> and uh, there was, uh, two, you know, one of them, of course, that stands out. I graduated, and uh, Vicky Mott, and it was one of my very first girlfriends, junior year. And uh, when I broke up with her, I broke up with her just because I wanted to concentrate on basketball. Of course, uh, she was not happy. I don't but, know if she's uh, going to tell the same story. She probably uh, exactly, broke up with you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And okay. uh, so, but anyway, just making the team, making the grades, I, I had a blast my couple years in high school. Yeah. Hmm. I think for me, <clears throat> one fun thing we always did in high school, and shout out to Trey Emery, who was our youth pastor when I was in high school. Uh, and he would always come to school lunches. Of course, you know, if you know anything about Hamburg, it's that small town environment, you know, just one one school. Uh, and you go to lunch and visit with all your students. And one fun thing we did all the time was we'd invite kids to church. And so I look forward to inviting kids to Wednesday night church, and so did a lot of our other students. And it was just cool to see the, the impact that we had. But obviously successful years, just passing class and and <laughs> – Playing ball, and that's all I cared about. Passing mm. class, playing ball. You know, when y'all were looking at me, it must be my turn. Um, I look back at it differently now because I've been through a good point. the education system. I've you know certified teacher, um, as well as now I got my master's in education, certified principal here that I'll probably never use. But looking back, and what you know, what would you call a successful school year? I'll say as an administrator mindset looking when everybody's on the same page and what i mean mm. by that is everybody supports everybody so when it's football season we're pro football yeah. and everything's going on the band's doing great and cheerleaders and the teachers are excited learning is happening transition it seems like the sports is the thermostat of the school you know if you got a really successful uh sports team uh the school kind of rallies behind that and yeah. it and it really 
impacts the in-classroom learning experience, right? Because yeah. we're all excited. we got something to talk about. Good things are happening. So it's good, uh, good pep rallies, good yeah, announcements. And, and so everybody's on the same page pushing forward, but it really, and, and, and I shared this with the seventh graders yesterday, when a, uh, it happens every year because it's always football season, first of the year, when a football team can go into a school and be the example setters, like they can go be the thermostat of the school. They are on good behavior. They have good attitudes. They're acting good in class. Everybody else seems to just conform to that. Uh, so they're the thermostat of the school, whether they like it or not. And then whether it be go really bad, it can go bad quick, or it can be really good. How big and, an impact do coaches have on the way the fo- football team, we'll just pick on that, uh, how they behave in school? Uh, they can. I'll say they can have the biggest impact possible. There's some coaches that don't care. I'll say that because I come from the coaching community uh, just because they feel like that the teachers are against them, and that goes back to what I just said. Everybody's uh, on the same page. So uh, sometimes you're, you're going to naturally have teachers that they see an athlete, there's a big bullseye on the back of that athlete, and as soon as they do something wrong, we're, we're going to tell the coach, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and it just creates some tension there. Mm. But uh, the, the coach can have the biggest impact um, for a school, um, a a singular one coach can have a huge impact, positive or negative. Positive or negative, most of the yeah. time positive. Yeah. But uh, you know, Billy Graham said it. You know, coach can impact uh, more people in one year than an average person does in a lifetime, and mm-hmm. that is very true. The relationships you get to build, because the thing about school is, uh, in classroom, you don't always have kids that want to be there. On a sports field, they all want to be there. So it's like a common goal. You're working together to get somewhere, and you can experience success that way. But when it's happening for the whole school, everybody's trying to get to a certain place. Education's trying to get here. Classroom learning's trying to get here. And, and I'll say this, a big shout-out um, to two of my teachers, um, uh, Miss Goss, who set the foundation for me in math. Really, uh, Coach McLean as well in seventh grade, but Miss Goss in eighth grade really stepped it up. We were like in algebra one in eighth grade, and uh, we really set the tone there. But Coach Horsecamp, uh, which I didn't realize it until after I got out of like, college, I realized our defense coordinator in high school, he's now a head coach at Harmony Grove in Camden, um, he was the best teacher in the school. He had uh, uh, calculus and uh, trigonometry and chemistry. He taught all those, and I was like, man, this guy, you know, he's just a teacher. That was a lot on his plate to also be defense coordinator and eventually head coach. And uh, But he's the best teacher in the school. And to know what I learned from him, not only on the football field, but to learn, like, so much learning happened from him in the classroom that really helped me in my life. And so uh, all that non-useful math, if you ever get into carpentry, if you ever start building stuff, you're going to figure out those angles and figuring out those degrees and all that, and that stuff mattered. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because <laughs> you will have a wobbly table real quick if those <laughs> angles aren't right. <laughs> so uh, so I use that math all the time. But, uh, yeah, successful school year when everybody's on the same page, rowing the boat in the same direction. Yeah. That's true. What you got, Sean? Successful school year. Yeah, I mean, obviously what we haven't really heard. I mean, Caleb did mention passing classes, but he didn't mention grades. And so, you know, grades may not be, uh, you know, the sign of a successful year. I just remember, and I guess what sticks out to me is, and and, uh, I'm not saying that I've always, you know, subscribed to this because it's sanctification, but I just remember when I 
uh, came to faith in Christ that I was, you know, 16, 17. So it was a vital time in my life. And I remember going to school, you know, and having my Bible in my locker, and I would go and read Scripture and, and uh, just tried to plant seeds. And I don't know what impact I made. I mean, I was kind of a bonehead pre-Christ. Um, but um, just, to, just to know that, I mean, you know, that was a successful few years. And then, of course, moving up to Benton, uh, not a lot of people know this, but I graduated from Benton, and, and that was my only year was my senior year. Oh, okay. Matter of fact, I met somebody that was a peer of mine that was a classmate of mine that we graduated together, and he said, hey, I didn't realize you graduated from Benton. When did you graduate? And I said, oh, 99. He said, yeah, we graduated together, but I don't really remember you. And I was like, well, it was my only year there. I didn't care to meet people, you know. Uh, and he I was, was like, just yeah, here to finish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, but you know, yeah, I was just here to finish." And yeah. so, um, you know, and wasn't long after, and you know, here we are. But um, successful to me was is just you know, after you know, Christ, you know, after faith in Christ was just you know, to plant seeds and uh, be respectful and you know, just do what I needed to do. So that's right. Yeah. Well, hey, school started back. We're definitely been uh, praying for our teachers, praying for our students, praying for, uh, you know, the, the superintendents, the people uh, who sometimes have to make big decisions. Uh, we're definitely praying for everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, we pray that we have encouraged you in a way. We pray that we all continue on the mission of following Jesus, loving others, and reaching the lost.